0: Welcome to the CityGate Church Podcast. Today's message was recorded at our live Sunday services and we hope that it encourages you to know God, find freedom, discover purpose and make a difference. Today I want to talk about the very central heartbeat of Daniel. So you know every every series has a, a central point. For the Elijah series the other year it was the brook has dried up, arise and go to Zarephath. The series on David, it was bring me the ephod and overtake them for you shall recover all. And today I wanna just really share, this isn't a, a sermon as such as a delivery. In Daniel chapter 1, 19 to 21, then the king interviewed them. This is Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. That's their Hebrew names. Therefore, they served before the king. And in all matters of wisdom, understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better. Ten times better than all of the magicians and the astrologers who were in all his realm. A lot of alls there. A lot of alls. Daniel chapter five, verses 11 and 12. There is a man in your kingdom. This is a different king, a number of years afterwards. There is a man in your kingdom. Somebody had had another dream. <laughs> the king had had another dream and wanted the interpretation and was really struggling and nobody could do it. And they said, yeah, there is, there is a man, there's somebody. There's, there's a man in your kingdom. In whom is the spirit of the holy God? In the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Neb, your father, your father the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers, inasmuch as an excellent spirit. Knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles and explaining enigmas were found in this Daniel. Now let Daniel be called. He will give the interpretation. Listen to that confidence. Daniel chapter 6 verses 1 to 3. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom. 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom and over these three governors, of whom Daniel was one. A prisoner of war. A man, a boy, grown up by this time in exile, was now one of the three governors that the satraps might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this, listen to this. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and the satraps because, everybody say because. Because, because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. And in fact, in just a few verses time, he did. Today, I want to talk about the spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence. Something that I've spoken on many, many times to pastors, to leaders, to teams. Come on, let's have a spirit of excellence and so often we put it into the box, which is right, correct, all good. This is not a corrective word at all. It's just another viewpoint. We put it in, into a box of, of how we do things. So we do church with an excellence. What does that mean? Well, it means the place isn't a mess. It means we have nice chairs to sit on. It means we keep the place up. It means we don't have some old drab, you know, photocopied at some angle that's not quite straight in the photocopier and it's all sort of handouts. No, we do things with an excellence because God deserves the best. If you go to Solomon, you find out about an excellence in his kingdom. And the Queen of Sheba comes up and just goes, wow, this is twice as good as what I was told. And my prayer, constant prayer. And this is what I prayed over Citygate for many years, that people would come through the doors and not go, well, it was half as good. It was all right. I want them to go, wow, twice as good as what they told me. Not out of arrogance and pride, but dear God, this is the church of the living God. We don't have a that'll do mentality. That's good enough. If our God is a God of excellence and our God is a God of overflowing, then this church will be a church of overflowing and a church of excellence. We don't bring in our average. We bring in our excellence. And so often, I'm sure you've heard many messages about that, that aspect of the spirit of excellence. But as I delved into this and I was thinking about it, and as I was really, just really searching God and so seeking God and searching the word on this, it really struck me in a fresh way that that is all absolutely right. That is all absolutely correct. But at the very heart, of what an excellent spirit is. Just listen to some of these other other translations, other examples, an extraordinary spirit. A special spirit, an overflowing spirit, an overabundance of spirit. But at the very heart of what an excellent spirit is, is this expression which we're going to receive this morning, it means a preeminent spirit. A preeminent spirit and everything that we read of Daniel, the reason why he was picked was because he had a preeminent spirit. The reason why he was 10 times greater is because he had an excellent spirit. A preeminent spirit. The reason why these satraps and rulers and leaders said, there's a man over there, is because he had a preeminent spirit. And I want to talk about our spirit today. Not from a place where we would in academy or, or just a straight teach on we are a spirit, we have a soul, we live in a body and, and all of that absolutely true. And if you've never been grounded in that stuff, it is the answer to every flesh issue you will ever have. Why? Walk in the spirit, your flesh won't be a problem. It really is as simple as that. Oh, Pastor Jay, I've got a flesh problem. No, you don't. <laughs> Oh, Pastor Jay, I've got a problem with this or with that. No, you don't. Walk in the Spirit, that sorts everything out. You don't have a flesh problem, you have a Spirit walk problem. Hello? So that's just, that's just fundamental to who we are in God. If your mind's playing up, it's not a mind problem. Come on. It's not a mind problem. It's a Spirit walk problem. you got unforgiveness in your life, it's not a flesh problem, it's a spirit walk issue. But I'm not going to cover that this morning. What I want to talk about is the fact that here, this incredible man, Daniel, had a preeminent spirit. That comes from two words, predominant, which means a leading spirit. He had a leading spirit. It also means to stand out. I love the word outstanding. I use it a lot. That's outstanding. What do I mean, what do I mean by that? It stands apart from everything else. Outstanding. Not from a place of arrogance or, or showing off or pride. But I want Citygate Church and every other church, but I, I can only influence this one. I want Citygate to be an outstanding church. Not in comparison to anybody else. Don't hear it with that, with that fleshy worldly thing. An outstanding, a preeminent place that stands out from the darkness, stands out from the culture, stands out from the, from the mess. A predominance means t- to lead, to stand out. It projects beyond the normal. Yes. So there's predominant and then there's eminence. Eminence means elevated. He had a leading He had a spirit that stood out. He had a spirit that was elevated. What an amazing, amazing man. But it's not because of who Daniel was, it was because of who God was in him. They said, there's a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the Holy God. In Him was the Spirit of the Holy God. When it's saying He had an excellent Spirit, it's certainly not speaking about Daniel the man. It's talking about Daniel the partner with the Holy Spirit. He was so in tune, so in step, so one with the person of the Holy Spirit that everything He touched was 10 times better. Everything he did was 10 times better. An excellent spirit will rise above its surroundings. Why? A preeminent spirit will rise above its surroundings. That's on the notes. An excellent spirit will rise above its surroundings. Why? Because you can't keep it down. (laughs) you can't keep it down it will always float to the top it will always rise to the top no matter what comes in to try to squash down and control it will always come back up it will always come to the top preeminent spirit we know death could not hold Jesus down why? he had a preeminent spirit An excellent spirit will rise above the flesh. A preeminent spirit will rise above its surroundings. Oh, how are you doing? So so, oh, I'm under the weather. No, preeminent spirit is not under any weather. <laughs> it's not under the, the feelings of the generation. I've got to the place recently where I've just said, turn off the news what a joke what a mess what an absolute circus seriously what a circus whether we're talking what's going on in the politics of the world whether we're talking what's going on in the Ukraine tragedy that's over there whether we're talking about the gender bill that's just been passed in Scotland the whole thing's an absolute circus. If you're feeding yourself with that, then wondering why you're standing there in the worship, <laughs> nothing to celebrate. You're out there looking. Oh, a loaf of bread is three pound forty-nine now. I remember when it was one pound fifty-two. Well, I don't care if it gets to fifteen quid. God will give me sixteen. Woo. Amen. Get out from under the circumstance, get out. Preeminent Spirit. Preeminent Spirit will rise above its surroundings and will rise above its own flesh. How does a preeminent Spirit appear? Well, one word and then it covers everything. Wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. It says of the four that they had wisdom and knowledge, understanding, revelation. A preeminent spirit operates in the realm of wisdom and understanding. Therefore, things happen. The Bible says in the right hand of wisdom is long healthy life. A preeminent spirit will give you a long healthy life. Ah, but Pastor Jay I know somebody that I don't want to know what you know. My plumb line's the Word of God. In the left hand of wisdom is wealth, riches, abundance, and honour. Oh, but Pastor Jay, that doesn't mean, don't tell me what it doesn't mean. Just believe what it does mean. See, the fact that we qualify what we think it doesn't apply to means that we have a a mentality that starts at the place, something doesn't belong to me. Come on, that's as deep as you get. Start from the place of all the promises of God are yes and amen. Amen. Start from the place of it all belongs to me because I'm a co-heir with Jesus Christ, an heir of God. Oh, doesn't believe finances. Well, don't have any then. Don't have any. Take all those pages out of the Bible that says God's going to prosper you. Take them all out. Because that doesn't apply to you. It applies to me. I'll have yours. I'll have your bit. Wisdom, right hand, left hand. It also means this, to untie the knots, loosen the knots. He went into situation after situation and untied them. Can I put it like this in our vernacular? He was a problem solver. There are a lot of people out there who are problem creators, creating problems. Somebody with a preeminent spirit is a problem solver. This is for a business seminar. Do you know that abundance and prosperity in business comes firmly down onto your ability to solve problems? If you can solve a problem, you can prosper. Wow, that's deep. Go for that one. So, was this just for Daniel? Well, in Daniel's day, yeah, for just a handful of select people because it's God operating through people. Not everybody was a Daniel. Nobody was born again before Acts chapter 2. Nobody was filled with the Spirit of God before Acts chapter 2 unless there was a specific job for them to do. So the Holy Spirit came upon or filled them and they, and they did or they led or they prophesied or they spoke. And the big thing about Jesus coming, John the Baptist said, the one on whom the Holy Spirit comes and remains on Him, that's the Messiah. Why? Because the Holy Spirit came and went, came and went, came and went, generationally came into Israel and then left again. On and off, on and off a person depending on their obedience, depending on the job, the calling, But when Acts chapter 2 came, God poured out His Spirit. Now I know we've been singing this morning, pour your Spirit out. But can I say, make sure you apply that to the right thing. I now see more than ever as you read the book of Acts, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came once upon the church and many times out from the church. Where's the Holy Ghost going to be poured out in our generation? Out of us. Now, of course, God will move sovereignly. But He pours out, out of the church. And that's the only thing that I can really affect. A preeminent spirit is an outpouring spirit. Preeminent spirit is a, is a flood, a gushing spirit. And in the, in the Old Testament, it was rare. But Acts chapter 2 happened. Hallelujah. When God poured His Spirit out upon all flesh and we became the temple of the Holy Ghost. You see, Daniel would be praying, Oh God, Fill me, fill me, fill me from a place of not being a temple of the Holy Spirit. But something powerful has happened to the church of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. However, we speak wisdom. Among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of the age, nor the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom of God. We speak, who's speaking the wisdom now? Who's speaking the wisdom now? Who's speaking the wisdom now? We are. Come on, who's speaking the wisdom now? We are. The very thing that was rare in Daniel's day is common in our day in the church. We're speaking the wisdom. Oh God, make me like Daniel. I don't wanna be like Daniel. I wanna be like I am today because I'm the temple of the Holy Ghost. I'm filled with the Spirit of God. I have the mind of Christ. All the things of God have been made known to me. That is the New Testament believer. None of the rulers of this age knew that if they'd known they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, it hasn't even entered into the heart of man, the thing which God has prepared for those who love Him. But... God has revealed them to us by His, through His Spirit. For the this Holy Spirit searches all things, yes, even the deep things of God, the things that Daniel were fasting and praying for, the things that nobody else could see because they weren't partnered with the Holy Ghost, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man that's in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. But now we have not received the Spirit of the world. We have received the Spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. The natural man doesn't receive the things of the Spirit of God. They're foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they're Spiritually discerned, but he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who's known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ, we have the mind of Christ, we are filled with the wisdom of God. We can think the thoughts of God and speak the words of God. In every and every, in any and every situation, why is 2023 gonna be a year of 10 times greater? It is because there is a preeminent spirit in us. I hope you're getting this this morning. How's your marriage gonna prosper? Because there's a preeminent spirit in you. How's the business gonna explode? Because there's a preeminent spirit in you, in us. How are you gonna go from strength to strength? Because there's a preeminent spirit in us. That preeminent spirit is a spirit of wisdom. Revelation, understanding, insight, the mind of God. This is not something to pray for. This is something to know you've already got it. I'm not praying for the mind of Christ. Oh God, give me the mind of Christ. When the Word of God says, I have it. I'm not praying for something that I've already got. It's coming to the place where I know I've got it. Wow. I can think the thoughts of God. I can speak the words of God. In each and every situation when there's a problem, ah, there's somebody over in Beckenham in whom is the Holy God. The Spirit of the Holy God. There's someone in your street with the Spirit of the Holy God on the inside. There's someone in that office on the third floor that has the Spirit of the Holy God on the inside. You and I are the answer for the untying of the knots of our generation. They will tie them up. We can untie them. What is the answer to the financial credit crisis, whatever it is? The church of Jesus Christ. What is the answer to the gender dysphoria in our generation? It is the church of the living God. Hallelujah. I am so passionate about this. What is a preeminent, excellent spirit? I'm just gonna read you just a, a load of statements. An excellent spirit, these are on the notes, an excellent spirit is preeminent. We've already said this. Rises above its surroundings and its own flesh. Anybody got a preeminent spirit this morning? Yes. An excellent spirit is faithful. Faithful to God and faithful to God's program. See, Daniel was in for the long haul. We'll say more about this in the weeks to come, but he didn't give up and he didn't give in. Throughout 70 years of exile, he was faithful. Wow. An excellent spirit remembers. Remembers. See, Daniel could easily have forgotten about God as so many other generations had before him. And they were in Israel. They had the temple or the tabernacle. They had everything. They had the priesthood. And yet you find they forgot about God. They forgot about God. They forgot about God's kingdoms, God's priorities. No, a preeminent spirit remembers Psalm 78, what an amazing psalm. It's like a history of Israel. And it says they restricted God, squashed Him down. God couldn't do anything because they didn't remember His hand. God's hand speaks of so many things, His power and His favour. Put it just like that. They didn't remember that God could move in power. They didn't remember that God had favoured them. A preeminent, excellent spirit remembers the covenant we have. Remembers, why? Because it rises to the top. When the struggle is on, yeah, but God. Hallelujah. Yeah, but what about the credit? Yeah, but God has said he'll meet all my needs according to his riches in glory. I've raised my hand to Almighty God. When the pandemic is on, yeah, but God said by His stripes, I was healed. Hope you're getting this this morning. Why was Daniel successful? Preeminent spirit. He remembered. An excellent spirit listens. There's somebody in the church here who when I Speak to him about, I don't know, we need to break through or some challenges or whatever it is. And it re- I haven't told him this, and it really, really changed my life. He said, sleep on it. I said that a number of times. Well, I found that in Daniel. They came to him, they were just about to kill everybody. In fact, they were. They'd already started killing all the Chaldeans and the astrologers and the and the magicians and they come to Daniel and and he says, why are you killing everybody? Ah, because nobody could answer this, untie this knot. Nobody could interpret the dream. And Daniel said, stop. Let me sleep on it. I'll come back to you tomorrow. Don't be too quick to make a decision. Listen To God, a preeminent spirit will go, listen. I'll speak when I've heard. Hello? I'll speak when I've heard. Even if I think I know the answer, just wait. I'll speak when I've heard. I hope you're getting something out of this. I know I am. An excellent spirit prospers. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, you better believe it. Why? Because an excellent spirit, preeminent spirit, is a spirit of wisdom. What's in the right hand of wisdom? Wealth, abundance, honour, riches. An excellent spirit prospers. The Bible says, Daniel 6, 28, one example So Daniel prospered all the days of Darius and Cyrus. He prospered. My faith is in the God of abundance in the generation we are in. One of the things that is gonna mark out the church from the world is the ability to prosper in hard times. I hope you're hearing this. You see, a whole whole world Receive the mark of the beast because they're struggling financially. Let's just just go there. Not today, we will go there in this series. But the church of Jesus Christ does not prosper as the world prospers. We prosper in the kingdom. What else? An excellent spirit. We've already read this word today, but an excellent spirit is distinguished. I love that word. Don't you love that word? What does it mean? Successful in all things. It says Daniel distinguished himself. What else? An excellent spirit is favoured. Make sure you write all these down and declare them over your life. I've been declaring these over my life since I started reading them. An excellent spirit is favoured. Daniel was favoured from day one that he went into exile with the guards. He didn't protest. He didn't campaign. He just had favour. Hello? And he, favoured, he was favoured through the whole 70 years rule. See, God goes before us and He organises our abundance and He blesses. We sang it this morning. Work all things for my good. The open hand of God, the open hand of favour, supernatural provision in times of hardship and famine. I am believing God for supernatural provision in Jesus' name. What else? What else? An excellent spirit is promoted. Wisdom promotes us into authority and influence. Daniel 2, then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. The chief admin guy over all the wise men of Babylon. Also, he went to the king, Daniel went to the king And as a result, the king set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of of the whole of the region. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. Be ready for promotion this year. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. God's going to take you out of the shadows and put you into prominence. Daniel 6. Then the king gave the command and they clothed Daniel with purple, put a chain of gold around his neck and made it a proclamation concerning him that he would be third ruler in the kingdom. There was actually a king who wasn't there, but he was over the whole empire. Then there was the king that was making this. So really Daniel was second right there. Third over the empire. What else? An excellent spirit does not compromise. We're gonna find out about the fiery furnace and the lion's den. Our flesh and the world's influence has to shut up in the light of our quality decisions from our preeminent spirit. And as we close, an excellent spirit takes God's word as final authority. Final authority. If God says it, that's it. Perhaps I need to pray for it. Like Daniel, he read in God's Word. 70 years, that's it. We're out of here. But how's God gonna do it? No matter how He's gonna do it. God said it. But God would have to move heaven and earth. Well, He's the God of heaven and earth, so let Him move it. God's Word, final authority. Final authority it says you're healed, you're healed. If it says you have peace which passes all understanding, believe it. See, some things you just believe and you know you've got it. Other things you've got to pray for. If it's out of your ability that it's your inheritance, then it's something to pray for. If it's something you own because you're redeemed, then it's something you've already got. Really, there's a clear line. People pray for things they've already got and then they believe and receive for stuff they've got to pray for. They got it backwards. God, I believe this nation's turned to Christ. No, you've got to pray for that one. Amen. You've got to pray for that. Oh God, I pray for healing. No, you don't pray for healing. You know you've got it. I've got it. Well, I don't feel like it. Ah, oh, but God's Word's final authority over your, over your feelings. preeminent spirit a preeminent spirit the heartbeat of today is you and I if you've received Jesus as Lord we have a preeminent spirit we don't have to pray for one we have the mind of Christ we are the temple of the Holy Ghost now what have we got to do walk in it Should we stand to our feet today This is a point of faith. Why don't we say this? I have have the Spirit Spirit of the Holy God God in me. me. Come on, let's lift our hands. I have have the Spirit Spirit of the Holy God God in in me. I have an excellent Spirit spirit. from the Holy God, God. a preeminent Spirit, spirit. an overflowing Spirit, an overabundance of Spirit. spirit. Therefore, Therefore, I am favoured, I am I am am prospered, I listen, Thank You, Spirit of God, for Your reality in us, upon us and through us, that as we walk this year in the Spirit, not in the flesh, we will think the thoughts of God. We will speak the words of God. We will keep in step with You, Holy Spirit. And we will untie the knots in our own lives and in the lives and the people and the culture of those around us. In Jesus' name. Now with every eye closed and every head bowed in this place, if you need to receive Jesus as Lord, it's the beginning of the year. This is not just like getting a new gym membership. Oh, I think I'll give it a go. Come on. Jesus Christ, Lord and King. If you're in this place today and you know you need to come back to God or you need to come to God for the first time, don't waste this moment. If you're here today and you need to receive Jesus, say, Jesus, come into my life. Come on, you know that you need to do that. Perhaps you're here today and perhaps you've never been to CityGate before. Perhaps you've never been to a church before. And it's like, wow, what am I... What's this all about? Well, the Bible is really clear. The Bible says we need to receive Jesus as personal Lord and Saviour. And we are born again, set free. The old goes, the new comes. And from that moment on, we have eternal, everlasting life. That doesn't mean to say we live casually from that point on. No, it means we live in love with God. But if you're here today and you know you need to respond to say, yep, Pastor Jay, will you pray with me? Can we all pray together? Because I want to go from darkness to light. I want to come back into the kingdom of God. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Saviour. I want to return as a prodigal son, if you know what that means. So you've been out and you're coming back again. Whatever it is, with every eye closed and every head bowed, if that's you today, I'm going to ask you to do something as a quality decision in your life to say, Yep, Jesus, come into my life. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand in this auditorium, please, right now. To say, yep, Jesus, come into my life. I'm coming back to you. Come on, is there anybody here today? The start of this year to come back to God. God bless you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Is there anybody else here today? God bless you. Wonderful. Come on, there's people responding. Once I've seen you, you can put your hand down. Is there anybody else here today? Perhaps you're online today and you know you need to receive Jesus. Respond in your heart right now. You can raise your hand. Whether we see it or not is irrelevant. God is seeing your decision this morning and He will respond by saving your life. Jesus is our Saviour. Is there anybody else here today? Wonderful. Hallelujah. Is anybody else here today? People still responding. Let's all pray this prayer together and especially those who have responded. Say, Heavenly Father, thank You, You love me. And I receive Jesus the Saviour, as my Lord, my Saviour, and my King. Thank you, Jesus, for renewing my life, for giving me eternal life. From this day forwards, I will never be the same again. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise, shall we, today?